Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, January 15th. And this is for the week of January 15th through the 21st. Now, we're going to have a special guest joining us later today. But for now, unless you've been living under a rock, you're probably already aware that Mercury is retrograde. Mm -hmm. And actually, living under a rock in this day and age sounds pretty great to me. But the retrograde started its retrograde period yesterday, Friday, January 14th. And Mercury will remain retrograde until February 4th for most of the world, technically February 3rd for the U.S. time zone. Now, Mercury has been at 10 degrees Aquarius since Thursday, and it will stay at 10 degrees until Monday, at which point it will move to 9 degrees Aquarius. Now, that's noteworthy because Mercury usually moves one degree a day, sometimes two degrees a day. So when it stays at the same degree for four straight days, uh, that's something you make note of uh, because that signals the very beginning of Mercury retrograde when we can feel its effects the strongest because it's not moving at its regular pace. It's just kind of sitting there. And that's why we can have communication mishaps. Mm. And we also can feel the effects the strongest, you know, when the retrograde period ends. We usually feel it the strongest when it starts, and then we feel it again when it ends. Because even when Mercury finally goes direct and we're like, yay, Mercury retrograde is finished, uh, you know, Mercury's still going to be stuck at the same degree for several days, even after it goes direct. Mm -hmm. So we're officially retrograde until February 4th. And at that point on February 4th, Mercury will be at 24 degrees Capricorn because when this retrograde is over, uh, Aquari I'm sorry, Mercury will have left Aquarius and it will have moved back into Capricorn. And it'll stay at Capricorn at 24 degrees for a handful of days, even after it goes direct. So that's why we always suggest giving it another week, maybe even two weeks after the retrograde period ends because communications can still be wonky for a while. But in the meantime, the best way to deal with Mercury retrograde is to slow down. Forcing things, rushing things right now can backfire. It's best to review things before moving forward. Double check, triple check, leave extra time to get where you're going, mm. and just alter your alter your expectations a little bit. You know, if there are some delays and setbacks in your world, doing this time, just know that that's Mercury retrograde doing its thing. And, you know, while most of us don't usually roll out the welcome mat when Mercury retrograde comes around, it's usually something we dread. I actually think we could use this particular Mercury retrograde. For most of us, it's been a tricky start to the year. We're dealing with another COVID surge, and this Mercury retrograde period might actually give us some time to catch our breath. Um, and we'll be catching our breath as we navigate the annoyances that Mercury retrograde can bring, but maybe it will also give us some time to catch up on some things that have maybe been piling up in our lives. 
So Mercury is retrograde, Venus is still retrograde, and Venus will remain retrograde until January 29th. So with both of those planets retrograde, it's really important to watch our words right now and be especially mindful of how we're communicating with people because there's a greater chance right now that things can be taken the wrong way and minor misunderstandings could grow into much bigger to-dos. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, phone a friend. You know, it's a great time during Mercury Retrograde to reconnect with people. Call your mom, call your dad, talk to that buddy of yours you haven't spoken to in a year. So Mercury and Venus are wanting us to slow down, but there are plenty of other planets this coming week that are going to crank up the volume and want us to speed things up. So there's definitely going to be some conflicting energy in the air. And there's actually going to be so much going on this coming week that I could easily talk for two hours about it. But we all have places to be, so I'll try to make it as brief as I can. First up, we have a full moon this Monday, January 17th. The full moon is exact at 3.48 p.m. Pacific time. With full moons, they say it's a good time to release things that no longer serve you. Mm. And this full moon is in the sign of cancer. The moon will be in cancer that day. So we could feel especially emotional around this full moon since cancer has a connection to our emotions and our feelings. And cancer also has a strong connection to our family and to our home. And thoughts from the past regarding family could definitely pop up both this weekend and around the time of the full moon. They also say cancer has a tendency sometimes to hold on to things. Cancer energy doesn't naturally want to release things. However, the sun is in Capricorn, and Capricorn is going to be saying to the Cancer moon, Hey, Cancer moon, I can help you with cutting things out of your life. I do it all the time. Capricorn is, of course, ruled by the planet Saturn, and Saturn is the planet that says if something isn't working, get rid of it. If something or someone is bogging you down, let them go and move on. So with this kind of stuff, there's never any need to make any hasty decisions, You know, especially with Mercury retrograde. Don't want to make any hasty decisions. But if you know it's time to move on from something right now or to release a certain situation in your life, this full moon could help you with that and it could accelerate those areas of your life. So that's Monday. That's how we're starting off the week. Uh, the full moon is Monday. And usually I'd say, all right, the energy is building up until the full moon. And then once the full moon pops, once it's at its peak, then things will start settling down again. But that's not the case this week. Because after the full moon does its thing, we still have three big events that are going to continue to intensify things. On Tuesday, January 18th, the planet Uranus goes direct. Uranus is an outer planet, so its retrograde period lasts for a long time. It went retrograde way back in August of 2021, so it's been retrograde for about five months. Mm. Now, the official retrograde date was August 20th, 2021. What was happening in the country and in the world on August 20th of last year? Well, a quick Google search will tell you that was around the time the Taliban took over Afghanistan and the U.S. pulled out its remaining troops. On August 20th of 2021, there was a bomb scare in Washington, D.C. A man in a pickup outside the Library of Congress claimed to have a bomb. He even went live on Facebook at one point. Live on Facebook. So clearly he was not a millennial. 
And Texas was very much in the news, passing laws around voting restrictions and or repealing laws around mask mandates. So do I expect things like this to pop up in the news again this coming week once Uranus goes direct, like stories pertaining to Afghanistan, Texas, bomb threats? I mean, it's very possible. You know, Uranus rules the sign Aquarius, and Uranus is very much associated with radical, rebellious behavior. In our personal lives, Uranus going direct could make us feel impulsive. Or it's possible we wake up one morning and say, you know what, I'm no longer going to be an interior designer. I think my true calling in life is to become a dentist. And then you go out there and transform yourself into a dentist. And while it maybe seems like this big career change came out of nowhere, it could also be tied to Uranus working behind the scenes, planting those thoughts in your head over a period of time. And then when it goes direct, there's that extra push where you inherently know it's time to take action. So look for surprises this week in your life, in the world. Look for some sort of aha moment with a situation in your life that has maybe felt unclear. Or if you've been stifled in certain areas, maybe Uranus going direct will help you break out of that rut. And if Uranus going direct won't shake things up enough, we also have the sun entering Aquarius on Wednesday, January 19th at 6.39 p.m. Pacific. So Capricorn season is winding down and the sun entering Aquarius will definitely energize things, get us thinking outside the box, get us thinking about innovative approaches to things. It'll make us want to socialize and connect with people. Global issues could be very much in the forefront. Aquarius energy takes everyone into account. It thinks about the group. It thinks about the planet. Mm. Even though Aquarius energy can sometimes get a bad rap for being too cool and mm -hmm. too detached, Aquarian energy needs people to function. Aquarian energy works with groups. And people who need people are the most beautiful people mm -hmm. in the world. So sang Barbara Streisand, who is not in Aquarius and actually doesn't have any planets in Aquarius at all in her chart. But that song certainly has an Aquarius message. We'll talk more about Aquarius season next week. But for now, I just want to make sure everyone knows it's coming. And then another potentially big shakeup this week is that the nodes are shifting. The nodes of fate. This Tuesday, January 18th, the nodes are moving from Gemini to Taurus. Now, the, the nodes move the other way. If the node, north node has been in Gemini, so you would think, well, Gemini is going to move into Cancer. But they actually go the other way. Mm -hmm. So the north node is moving into Taurus. Now, wherever the north node appears in your chart, they say that's your destiny. That's what you're moving towards in this lifetime. Elmi, you have your north node is in Taurus. Mm -hmm. So maybe you'll see some accelerated movement in your life in the coming year and a half because it's going to be the north node will be in Taurus for about a year and a half. So you might see some movement there regarding your career, partnerships, that kind of stuff. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for chiming in there. <laughs> I forgot you were here mm. <laughs> blabbing so much. <laughs> Um, and it's good, it could be good for Sagittarius, too, actually, um, because, again, North Node has been in Gemini. So uh, collectively, we've been moving towards more Gemini energy, and that opposes Sagittarius. So Sagittarians could maybe reappear, come back into the forefront here with this particular shift. Mm. Um, anyway, I think uh, it's as good a time as any to transition into the Ask a Scorpio segment of the show. As I mentioned at the top, Elmi is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. 
And every week, I like to ask Elmi a question to get her Scorpio take on things. Mm. Now, Elmi, as a Scorpio, how do you feel about that north node moving into Taurus? Are you excited or what? Sure. I'm sure. Very hopeful. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I don't really have any follow-up that, questions. That was it? That was it. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah, sounds great. So you're just kind of, you're excited. Okay. Sure, yeah. Well, we'll see what changes come. I'm, I'm going to encourage Almy to start a North Node journal uh, every day. Enter something into that journal and see uh, what changes are coming in your life now that the North Node is in Taurus. Yeah. How so do you feel I'm, about that? I'm probably not going to do that, but mm-hmm. it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's an option. Okay. Probably okay. won't. Probably won't happen. Yeah. All right. So that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. We're Great. doing we're doing a brief Ask a Scorpio yeah. this week because we're actually also kind of doing a Ask a Capricorn segment of our show. Please welcome to our show our good friend and regular listener who is a Capricorn, Laura Corman. So Laura, thanks for joining us. You are a Capricorn. As a Capricorn, how has Capricorn season treated you this year? Um, I think like everyone else, and can I say an expletive on air or no? Yeah. Go for it. Pretty shitty. Pretty <laughs> shitty, man. <laughs> Pretty <Yeah>. shitty. Um, <laughs> I kind of wanted, thank you for being, letting me be on the co- podcast. I'm glad that I can be on before the end of Capricorn season. Last week, just getting in there at the peak. We uh, just on got the ground. What, what kind of stinks, okay, it's nice having, being a Capricorn and having like New Year's birthday, but because of Christmas, right, winter solstice, like Chris said in the last few podcasts, like that starts all of the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got the holidays and the New Year's, you guys were even off for a week, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone's partying, which is nice, I guess. But it's also like half of the month is kind of gone or half of Capricorn season is just holidays. And then the last half is just miserable January. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's winter without really a lot to look forward to. So I think that probably summarizes Capricorn pretty well, right? Like we can be a party, but we're also pretty boring and icy and cold. Yeah, but, you know, you can also be very reliable and just trustworthy. Yeah. And But, you know, that is, of course, a familiar thing with Capricorns. Your birthday can, unfortunately, get lost in the shuffle of the holidays, your special day. Maybe that contributes a little bit to sometimes the dour energy we associate with Capricorn. Uh, Real quick, so as a Capricorn who also has Mars in Pisces, how does that work? Because I always think of Capricorn energy as being highly organized, professional, whereas Pisces energy, a little different. A little different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then, like you said, I think my moon is in the 12th house. That's right. Yeah, you're, you're a Taurus yeah. moon and it's in the 12th house. So it's going to have some Piscean energy attached right. to the moon as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like when I think of Capricorn, I think of my brother-in-law, very rational, mm-hmm. takes his job very seriously, likes to provide for his family, is very, um, I, I don't know what other words or adjectives you can describe like that but that seems more like him yep. for me I guess because of my Mars I am like live sort of one foot on earth right and the other foot I'm in a different planet completely <laughs> like I'm just an imaginative creative 
um, a much more fun world to be a part of. <laughs> so nice. yeah, um, makes it more yeah. well-rounded. Yeah. You can work yeah. with earth signs. You can work with water signs. Just bring it on. Yeah. So is it time for me to, um, I want to surprise you guys with the game of my own. Please, yeah. yes, let's do it. Chris is always giving out games. So this is one that I was like, okay, let's see how good um, his astrology uh, awareness and, you know. Yeah, love it. Let's, it let's do test. it. Yes. All right. So this is Ask a Scorpio and Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. nice. Name that Capricorn. Okay. Ooh, okay. okay. Now you get double points if you can state which celebrity has both their sun and the Venus in Capricorn, because Venus is in Capricorn, right? Even though it's retrograde. Yes, that's I correct. Think. Yep. Okay, so double points if you can do that. Some of these are not Capricorn, so you have to guess. Okay. Okay. First one is Julia Louis Dreyfus. And the question is, is she a Capricorn? Yes. Hmm. I'm gonna say no. What do you got, Elmy? I agree. No. You are wrong. Oh She's no! A cap. It's not. Wow. Yeah. By the way, the, the the people I've chosen are like cool people, and I want to like have more cool people on the Capricorn side. Um, but her, okay. Do you think her Venus is in Capricorn? Now I now I don't know what to think. I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I'm gonna go You're Scorpio right. Venus. Her Venus is in Pisces, so in water sign. Even close. Yep, but it was a well, water, water sign. Water sign. <laughs> but her Mercury and Saturn are also in Capricorn, which I thought was interesting. Oh. She's got a lot of Capricorn in her. Okay, that's All cool. Right. Next one is Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton. This yes. is the uh, royal she is lady. A, she's definitely yeah. a Capricorn. Yes. This is the one who's married to the guy, and they live in California now. No, no, no. No, this is the is one the that's married queen. to Prince William and yeah. lives in like they have three children. Okay. She's a Capricorn. She is. Okay. Almy says Capricorn. I'll go Capricorn. Yes. She is. Yes. And her Venus is actually not in Capricorn. It's in Aquarius, like me. Oh, okay. that's cool. Yeah, cool. love it. All right, here's a good nice. one. Represents Capricorn, the Grinch. Oh my gosh, I love it. The Dr. Seuss character, the Grinch. Yeah. I'm gonna say he's not a Capricorn, no way. I actually don't know when the Grinch was originated, but I went with Jim Carrey because he played. <laughs> oh, he's a Capricorn. Yeah, Jim yeah, Carrey's a, a Capricorn. Capricorn. Yeah. Oh, and, got it. and yeah. really, let's be honest, the Grinch has got to be a Capricorn. Yep. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, mean, I could see him being a Capricorn. Yeah, something. Yeah. I see Taurus. Taurus. The Grinch I was say love, Taurus isn't he all too. about okay. that life? Yeah. But wouldn't kinda... you see him sort of having his birthday around Christmas too and just being like, ugh, I hate yeah. all of this, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why he's so mad. Yeah. Okay. So I just finished uh, Cobra Kai last night. And Yay. so oh, I like that. I wanted to include some of the <laughs> people from there. Awesome. So what about Martin Cove? Martin Cove's played... a Pisces. Oh man, you already knew that. Didn't you let <laughs> Almy guess. Oh, sorry. It's okay. No, it's it's. I'm. Uh, yeah, I honestly though was going to say no that I didn't think he was a Capricorn. Yeah. So he has a his Venus is also in Pisces. Mm. That seems weird to me because he seems more like a Capricorn to me. Okay. Yeah. How about William Zab? How do you say his name? Zab. Zabka. Zabka. He plays um, Johnny Lawrence. You probably know, don't you? I do. I do know his um, sign. All right, let Almy guess. Yeah. Okay, I don't think that he's a Capricorn. You are I, correct. I could see him having that Venus in Capricorn, though. 
close. Okay, so he he's October twentieth. So he's he's a I think just barely a Libra, right? Yeah, I think of him as a Libra. Yeah, but he's right on the cusp. Right on yeah. there. Yeah. His Venus is in Sagittarius. So. Nice. Oh, cool. All right. Cool. Nice. Here's another one. Okay. Diane Keaton. Ah. Uh, wow. I feel like I, like we've gone over this for some reason. Yeah. Right. I don't, I don't know. Think she's a Capricorn. I try to I'm include gonna... ones you haven't used before. But no, no, know. you're 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 killing it. This is a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say no. What do you What do you think? Man, I'm torn. She could easily be a Capricorn, but for some reason, I think she's an Aquarius. I don't know. So she is a Capricorn. Ah! And her Venus is also in Capricorn. Whoa. No way. Yep. 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 That wow. was a good one. These have yep. all been great, by the way. I only have two more. Awesome. Okay, okay. we're ready. Denzel Washington. I know that one for you sure. Do? <laughs> All right. Well, let Almy guess. Um, why did we just talk about him or something? Um, no, I don't think he's a Capricorn. He is. He is big time. He is. Um, his Venus is in Scorpio, so it's not in Ooh. Capricorn. But okay. but listen to this: his Mercury, North Node, and Chiron is in Capricorn. What? Interesting. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All right. Last but not least. Um, rest in peace, Betty White. Betty yes, White. she's a Capricorn because wasn't she just yeah, about to have she, a birthday? Yeah, she passed away just before her birthday, right? Yes, but here's the double points. It was her Venus in Capricorn. Oh, um, why not? Sure. Yeah, let's I've been say wrong yes. Everything else. Let's say yes. It is. Yay! Yay! It's all Capricorn. <laughs> so that's the end of my um, Ask a Scorpio and Sagittarius. Laura, thank oh, you. Fantastic. Thank you for being Excellent. a friend. Trivia. We appreciate that. <laughs> and thank you for being a friend. Yes. Sorry, I screwed up Almy's joke. Almy, say that joke again. It was such a good joke, too. It was, it was just... a really good joke. Um, I actually did meet her once in real life, too. Really? Um, what was that like? I was shocked at how much she like would swear she would like mm. it was it was it was weird to me because she looked like your grandmother yeah right and so you would be like this fragile sweet old lady but then she would just like swear like a sailor and be really kind of raunchy and so you it, it was it would take you back a little bit you know yeah. that so. is awesome <laughs> oh I love that it was something unexpected that's great I love very unexpected I think we were still in school together I was like um we were 15 or 16 years old. When wow. Wow. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. Go us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, thank you, Laura, for joining us today and for sharing yeah. all these Capricorn insights. I learned a lot. That was awesome, Laura. Yeah. That was a good one. Thank you yeah. guys for hosting this podcast because I feel like since the beginning of the pandemic, this has helped at least direct our energy into a positive place right where we yeah. know things are going to be better in 2024 <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be different yep so thank you laura so much for being on the show this week we'd love to have you back down the road at some point definitely yay capricorns thank you laura all right so this week what are we looking at well the moon is in cancer this weekend so again we could be feeling a little emotional we might want to stay closer to home and and do stuff around the house or do stuff to, you know do upkeep you know bring some new things into your home that kind of stuff you might want to just make dinner have a nice evening in that kind of thing uh big event this weekend is that the sun 
is forming a conjunction with Pluto. The sun is in Capricorn, Pluto also in Capricorn, and they're going to be lining up in the sky. It's going to be exact around 7 a.m. Pacific on Sunday, January 16th. And the Sun-Pluto conjunction, that, you know, any, anytime Pluto's involved, it usually involves power struggles. I don't know if any of you have been feeling that energy like this past week leading up to this particular conjunction. It can also deal with death, uh, letting go of things, forced change, transformation. Um, celebrities who have this particular conjunction in their chart include Kim Cattrall, James Cameron, uh, the late author Hunter S. Thompson, Stewie, as I call her, Martha Stewart, she has it, Colin Kaepernick, former NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick, Mick Jagger, Easy e the late rapper Easy e Almy Rose, also. Oh. If you look at Almy's chart, you will see that she has a Sun-Pluto conjunction. And then a man, yeah, then a man who will stop at nothing to get what he wants and fulfill his deepest, darkest desires, the master manipulator himself, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. That dirty, dirty Keanu. Keanu Reeves is amazing. Uh, and he also happens to have a Sun-Pluto conjunction in his chart. So once again, Almy, you are in great company here. Definitely. Yeah. That was my Kim Cattrall voice. Oh, it was good. Thanks. Yeah. Actually, speaking of Stewie, can you do your Stewie voice from no. Family Guy real quick? <laughs> no, no. Please. It's not even good. No. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Thank you. Thank you for that little bit. <laughs> sure. Um, I already touched on the main events, you know, this coming week. We're talking about the full moon Monday, Uranus going direct on Tuesday, the nodes shifting on Tuesday, the sun entering Aquarius on Wednesday. That should be enough for any of us to have yeah. to contend with in a given week. I mean, that's really, that's the kind of lively energy that can really, really shake things up. So again, if, if your life has felt stagnant uh, at the beginning of this year or the last, you know, couple of years i don't know oh man you might see a lot of movement this week um i don't know thursday i'm kind of looking at by thursday the moon's going to enter virgo and that could be some potentially hyper energy because the sun's going to be in aquarius aquarius energy is very mental energy the moon once the moon shifts in the virgo virgo also very mental very in your head kind of energy so that could be some insomnia energy I'm looking at Thursday, January 20th, uh, happy early birthday, David Lynch. <laughs> I'm looking at Friday, January 21st into Saturday, January 22nd. So there's just a lot of electricity yeah. in the air, uh, probably like right now as we're recording this podcast, and it's going to continue all week. Um, so again, if you like lively, upbeat energy, this is the week for you. But uh, at the same time, like keep your head on a swivel because the changes could be coming fast and furious. But um, I don't know. I think that's uh, about all I got. Uh, Almy, I'm sorry. I just totally talked through that's this entire okay. podcast. Anything else you wanted to share with the people? Or <laughs> No, I don't really have anything else. You are the astrology master. I am learning from you. I learn with every podcast. So I may not have much to contribute, but that's just fine. Your presence being here, that's, that's a big contribution right there. Oh, thank you. And uh, some people, for them, this is their favorite part of the show. It's where we, you know, Almy takes us out with a deep breath. So thank you, as always, for listening. We love you. Hang in there. We'll be back in a week, and Almy's going to take us out with some deep breaths. That's right. This is a time where we like to just unwind. We take three deep breaths, and then we move on with our day. It's a nice way to center yourself. So if you want to join us, you can sit down. You can lie down. Get in a position that's comfortable for you. 
You can close your eyes if you would like to do so. Close them now. And together, we're going to take a deep breath in through the nose now. And slowly release through the mouth. And we're going to take one more just like that. Deep breath in. And deep breath out. Last one. Deep breath in. And out. And this is a good time to release any tension you may be carrying in your neck, your shoulders, your back your jaw, your forehead. Shake it all out. As always, thank you so much for listening. We so appreciate your support, and we'll talk to you again soon.